Ah, it's been a nice relaxing weekend spent on the lake. Yes, in Alabama near the border of Georgia, it has been beautiful watching the serene waters ease out into the horizon, surrounded by dogs, ants, and contentious neighbors. Wait, that doesn't sound so relaxing. Well, it's up and down, staying with your mother-in-law, surrounded by children. You need something as relaxing as a lake, and it's been nice to let the kids roam free, just like the dogs, but sometimes they do go over to a neighbor's property. Luckily, we didn't have any points of contention with the kids, though. Just a dog as a neighbor's German shepherd from probably six, seven doors down came to our house, and I guess not knowing the whole backstory, that dog wasn't let in, but... It went to another neighbor who wanted to keep the dog, inviting a third, more crazy neighbor to come by, yet not make strong eye contact with us whatsoever. Now, that situation did work itself out without the sheriff getting involved, but there were some threats about how they can make sure we'll never drive again, and if they wanted us dead, well, we damn sure be. <laughs> okay, well, with all that in mind, it has been a relaxing trip to the lake. I'll visit again, but <clears throat> until then, let's talk about traveling kids, mounting aggression, and race relations as we rush back to civilization. For more, Josh and Around. Today is the 150th anniversary of the establishment of the 14th Amendment, making American citizenship a birthright to all those born here in the country. But there's talk of repealing this amendment, of which I disagree. I think we should go the other way and start to naturalize even more things born here in the country, like dogs, cats, and artificial intelligence. There's a unique style of interior design here in the country with a lot of animal heads mounted on the wall. And that makes sense to me because if you're going to kill an animal, ingest it, enjoy it, and then keep a part of it to always remember. Now, that said, here at the lake, there's also signs that say lake living is best or go jump in the lake or some sort of kitsch ideal that's tied to the surroundings. And I see this a lot back at the beach too with signs that say breezy by the beach or, you know, life's better at the beach. And I'm wondering if I lived in the city, could I hang some of these signs up like gone to the metro or breathe in that smog? A bigger question though might be what you could mount on the walls of your city apartment. Maybe overfed pigeons, stray cats, or even the heads of willing vagabonds. You're listening to Ambient Noise on Anchor.fm. Without a doubt, lake living is much easier. It's almost enough to make me tone down my expectations, move out here and live a simple God-fearing life. With that in mind, I didn't much believe in God until Christian rock music started to improve. I became a firm believer though, once I saw the speed at which Chick-fil-A can clear a lunchtime drive through All praise due. It's about time now to hit the road, take off from grandma's, and leave the kids behind. It's going to be a whole new world that my wife and I haven't experienced in years, but it was no easy path to get here as traveling with kids, my kids at least, is quite a chore. And I'll tell you, I want nice things. Sometimes I even imagine having a nice car when I see a commercial or just passing envy on the roadway, but... All it takes is a few minutes riding with my son before he vomits all over the back seat and himself. 
to make that desire fade away. Funny enough, too, because otherwise he's a tough guy. He can do kickflips at the skate park, go on roller coasters at the amusement park, and even ride for hours on a yellow school bus without any trouble whatsoever. But get him in my minivan sitting behind me on any sort of road trip, and guess what? It's going to start with a... <laughs> I shouldn't be so hard on the little guy, though. We all do dumb things and have embarrassing stories from when we were young. At one point in junior high school, I wore boxer shorts to school on the outside of my clothes because I saw it on a mannequin at the mall and thought it looked cool. In college, we had a classmate share with us that he was on the Nickelodeon show Guts and he had the VHS tape to prove it. After he put that tape into the VCR and we saw him dominate the competition, we did what came natural, and that's to really make fun of the guy, whether he had a piece of the aggro crag or not. Now, maybe my friends and I were jerks, and I'm not denying that, but also it might be human nature to neg those in the spotlight. And I'm wondering if that is the case, how do memes feel, those poor people? Because it's one thing to make fun of folks like Logan Paul, because they're laughing all the way to the bank, but the girl that just likes the Goosebumps books Gosh, we should really leave her alone. Some folks will do anything for the views, as may have been the case when three vloggers passed away after falling off a scenic waterfall. It seems that one of them got swept up into a pool's current and pulled over the edge. The other two tried to save her, but alas, all three of them found it hard to swim while holding their phone up, taking video of it all. By no means, though, do I intend to make light of this situation. Instead, I empathize because I nearly drowned on both Beachcast when I couldn't keep my mouth shut while I was in the water. Here's a fun fact. The turkey is supposed to be a very intelligent animal, so intelligent, in fact, that Benjamin Franklin suggested it as our national bird. However, domesticated turkeys are one of the stupidest animals on the planet. Proof of this comes from when it rains, domesticated turkeys might drown when they all look up to see where the water's coming from, leaving their mouths open, potentially able to get full of water, choking the birds. Facebook reminded me that it's been six years last week since a wild turkey showed up in my neighborhood. When I went outside to try and catch it, I learned real fast that wild turkeys are quick. I got to a sprint and nearly caught the bird when all of a sudden, it turned on its turkey toes and started heading a different direction at nearly the same clip. And while I couldn't catch that wild turkey, I still contend I'll race anyone foolish enough to come up against me. And if you know Michael Vick, hey, I'll race him too. And I don't even need wild turkey to tempt me. While I stretch and prep for the starter's pistol, let's wave the checkered flag on this episode. I pray you enjoyed a scenic verbal vista of my trip to the lake. Though it may have been more peaceful before the combustible engine, I bet that left a lot more work to be done and no AC to boot. Though there were tons of ants on our trip, a little one called me Uncle Josh, and that makes everything better. Now, though, we're off to the city to begin negotiations with some willing wall art. In the meantime, remember to swim with both hands and always put you ahead of YouTube until the next time we work up the guts to go joshing around.